I spent a few days in the Nicoya Peninsula about two or three weeks ago, and I spoke to an older gentleman, I think he was around 95 years old, and he was telling me about the annexation of Nicoya, the Guanacaste Day. You may or may not be aware of it, but I believe it's uh, July 25th, Costa Rica celebrates Guanacaste Day, and just because I had a great conversation with this older gentleman, he told me all about life in a period of two hours, and now I'm a wiser person for it. But I did want to tell you maybe a couple months, what is it, a month later, about the Guanacaste Day, the annexation of Nicoya. Because some of the reasons may be lost in the celebration, I'd like to remind you of some facts surrounding this important Costa Rica holiday. The origin of Nicoya. Guanacaste Day is celebrated annually in Costa Rica on July 25th, and this holiday commemorates Costa Rica's annexation of Nicoya from Nicaragua way back in 1824. The word Nicoya seems to have originated from the Kakike, I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's the chief, Nicoa, in the Nahuli language of the Aztec Nahui peoples, who came from the area of today's Mexico and traveled south to Guanacaste. I am not good with all these indigenous names. I do apologize. The pronunciation is killer. The history of the Nicoya Territory. The original territory of Nicoya referred to land between La Flor River and Lake Nicaragua to the northeast and to the south, the Gulf of Nicoya, the Tempisque River, the Salto River, and a part of the source of the Desaguadero River. In 1820, the independent Nicoya Territory joined with Costa Rica to have a large enough population to send a representative to the Cadiz Cortez in Spain. They chose Costa Rican politician and Presbyterian Florencio del Castillo. In 1812, the Spanish Constitution divided the Kingdom of Guatemala into separate territories. One of these territories was Nicoya, which today forms a part of Guanacaste. When Central America declared its independence from Spain in 1821, political problems began dividing the separate provinces or territories. In Nicaragua's case, the state was marked by internal problems and a degree of hostility existed toward the Nicoyans. Because of those relations, residents of Nicoya more closely identified with Costa Rica, particularly because of Nicoya's proximity to the Costa Rican villages of Punta Arenas, Esparza, Bagaces, and Cañas, Cañas. One month after Costa Rica obtained its independence, the country established its legal framework through the Concordia Pact, a provisional constitution. Later, the country's first constitution was adopted and Juan Mora Fernandez became Costa Rica's first head of state or president. At the time, Costa Rica benefited from a climate of stability and political security, efficient administration of justice, trade relations already established with Nicoya, and rich and fertile land and climate. Because of this cordial relationship, the Costa Rican government formally invited Nicoya residents to join the country via the first Nicoya mayor, Cupertino Briseño. 
At the time, Costa Rica was not yet a republic, so legislators presented a formal petition to the General Congress of Guatemala with all the necessary documents and signatures. Because of Nicoya's location, argued area residents, it would be easier to join with Costa Rica than continue under the relationship with Guatemala, which was way, way far north, as you know. On July 25, 1824, Costa Rica's annexation of Nicoya became official. In 1848, the territory officially became a Costa Rican province with four cantons, Nicoya, Santa Cruz, Bagaces, and Cañas. And I'm sorry about that pronunciation with Bagaces. I hope that's it. Today, Guanacaste has 11 cantons. The province of Guanacaste takes its name from a large tree that was located in the area of today's Central Park in Liberia, the capital of Guanacaste province. The word Guanacaste comes from the Nahuati language, Kwaiti, which means tree, and Nakazelti, which means ear. Again, pronouncing those wrong. Today, Guanacaste is an important producer of rice and sugarcane and sorghum and other crops. Livestock is also raised on many area farms. It is one of Costa Rica's most important tourism destinations, earning the nickname the Gold Coast of Central America. Since the annexation of Guanacaste, their population has continued to grow and it has become an important economic pillar in the country. Costa Rican culture is enriched by the cultural contributions of Guanacaste, including Tico snacks like tortillas and bizcochos, small crispy donut-like treats. Costa Rican music has been heavily influenced by Guanacaste folkloric music, including songs like El Torito, Pasión, Amor de Temporada, Luna Liberiana, and Pampa. Instruments from the province include kijongs, which is a string, bow, and gourd, tambores, which of course are drums, ocarinas, small ceramic flutes, marimbas, and other popular instruments. Guanacaste also produced many fascinating stories and legends, without a doubt. As the popular phrase notes, Guanacaste is part of the homeland by choice. Well, We do thank you so much for listening, and keep in mind that we've recorded way over 1,700 episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. We are found in all major podcast venues, including iHeartRadio and Spotify, the Google and the Apple podcast platforms, Stitcher, Anchor, Podchaser, Podbean, and all the others. Simply Google our name in the venue that you wish to listen, and the links will appear. The only reason we do all this is to share with you all the good news that comes out of Costa Rica every day. If you've never been here before, then we hope to inspire you to visit. If you live here already, we hope to help you become more familiar with what all Costa Rica has to offer you in your own backyard. And we promise to deliver to you nothing but good news and hundreds of stories about the Pura Vida lifestyle. Thanks again for listening, and we're going to see you tomorrow, same time.